0: She's really just like the best Eagle Scout who's ever existed. <laughs> That's true! Because she Her goes- Her grace is Eagle Scout! Because <laughs> she- Welcome to All My Friends Are English Majors, the podcast where I, a business major, make my friends, almost all English majors, read Popular Fiction with me this month. I, I personally have been waiting for this one. No one else has. Uh, we're reading the Graceling books. I guess you could call them the Seven Realms novels, but like, I just call them the Graceling books. Um, especially because the second book in the series is a prequel in a different land. And the fourth book is a sequel in another new undiscovered land. So like, Christian Kishore is really just of fucking around and finding out, basically. But we're reading the first one this week with my friend Bailey. Bailey, hello. Hey, gang. She's back after almost a year. <laughs> um, and we're reading my favorite teen fantasy novel of all time, which is *Graceling* by Kristin kishore Um, it's it's about a girl who needs to learn to love herself. <laughs> essentially i mean that's really all it is and that is all of us yeah i think there are so many things in this book that i like read as a teenager that i was like yeah (laughs) like me too me too um so i guess we could just get down to it read the back of the book yeah i'll read the back of the book Deadly Grace. Katza has been able to kill a man with her bare hands since she was eight. She's a graceling, one of the rare people in her land born with an extreme skill. As niece of the king, she should be able to live a life of privilege, but graced as she is with killing, she is forced to work as the king's thug. When she first meets Prince Poe, graced with combat skills, Katza has no hint of how her life is about to change. She never expects to become Poe's friend. She never expects to learn a new truth about her own grace or about a terrible secret that lies hidden far away. Hmm. Um, I guess the first thing that I have to say is we need to get it out in the open that this absolutely was fantasy written in the 2000s, which means that for her to find, like, to know what a grace is, is to know that, um, you have two different colored eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and that is some shit that I would write as fan fiction in the early 2000s for sure. And, like, <laughs> if you... I really try to pretend that it's, like, like cats' eyes are blue and green, and I try to pretend that they're, like, blue and green, you know? Like, normal colored. (laughs) No, no, no. no. Like, normal colored eyes, just two different colors. Oh, yeah. But, like, the way she describes it in the book is, like, bright, bright green. Piercing. We're talking LED headlights on a lifted truck. (laughs) Yeah, like, um, the Tumblr post where... They're talking about, you know, the the thing where you have purple eyes and you never have a period. Oh, and yes. like, like that's the kind of eye color we're talking about. A long, so like straight hair down to your butt. <laughs> so Prince Poe has a gold eye and a silver eye. And I am simply pretending that one eye is gray and one eye is the color of my cat Barney's eye. Because <laughs> he has like kind of yellow eyes. Yeah. And I am pretending they are not, like, metallic silver and metallic gold. He does not have jewelry for eyeballs. I really, that is the one thing that, about these books that I'm like, and I pretend I don't see it. Mm. The, what I pretend I don't see is that Poe in German means butt. And so that was really tough for me, that the, <laughs> um, love interest, the whole book is butt in German. You're like, yeah and she is often like any name (laughs) she's like yelling his name in her head (laughs) a lot so that must have been just like really alarming (laughs) this was really fun for me to do like a read-along with bailey because i'm getting texts that are like i think poe is bad (laughs) like what's gonna happen with this and i'm like oh my god i can't like i can't wait for you to find out So, should we do the two-minute summary to Uh, kind of recap exactly what the hell we're talking about here? Yeah, you want to start or you want me to start? Uh, We both do a two-minute summary? No, 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 no. No, sorry. Either you can do it and I can fill in the gaps, or I can do it and you can fill in the gaps. Okay, well, you're more familiar with it. That's so true. (laughs) Much more familiar. So, I can start to type it. I will admit unfortunately i do think i've read this book probably like 12 times i think i read this book like six weeks ago yeah and then again and then again two days ago yeah okay ready get going go no you're oh (laughs) okay you're starting and i'm filling (laughs) in right okay you're you need your five seconds back restart i sure do okay let's see um so not to be confused with Katniss and Kida, the main <laughs> characters of this book are Katza and Poe. I think there are many differences. We'll talk about it. Um, They are Gracelings, which are people that are born with these powers, essentially. Not everyone in this universe is a Graceling, but um, depending on which of the seven kingdoms you're from, Gracelings are either like really like, Reveled or really like looked down upon and like frightening. Katza is considered to be very frightening because her grace, quote unquote, is killing. However, you find out towards the end that her grace is not killing but rather survival and that is very sick and it did make me tear up a little bit because it's, she's not evil anyway. (laughs) Um. Then she she's kind of a loner but um meets this prince named Poe who's looking for his grandfather who was kidnapped. That's kind of a uh, not it's like both a very important and not at all important um plot line, I think, underlying within the whole book. I feel like they don't talk about it enough. Yeah, so. they're like the it kind of starts out the whole book is the kidnapping of grand- Grandfather T-Liff, and then you find out that, like, there was an extremely nefarious purpose for the kidnapping of T-Liff, but his kidnapping doesn't actually matter that much in the, like, the physical act, but the things that it snowballed into, I think. 20 seconds left, long story <laughs> short... Poe and Katza fall in love. Katza doesn't want to get married. That's so sick. Feminism. Um, the next, basically, end of the book is that they find... Oh my god, five seconds. It doesn't matter. The book ends, and it leaves you wanting more. <laughs> okay. So I can fill in some holes there. <laughs> so they are Katza and Poe. Oh, there's so many things we have to talk about. Yeah. Um. But that gets us started. Mm-hmm. So when they get Grandfather... We, we're introduced to Katza at the beginning of this book where she is just, like, taking out 20 men on her own in the dark. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then she is, like, leaving because she has started this, um... hm hm The council? She has started the council. So there's seven kingdoms. And there's seven kings. And they used to all be family. And they used to be able to work their squabbles out. But... In the way that all aristocracy does, everyone became more and more selfish as they had more and more children and were like a couple of generations down the line and all of the kings are very selfish and it's very medieval in the way they are always waging war on one another. So Katza works for her uncle, who is the king of the kingdom, which she's of the Midlands, which is the middle kingdom, which is a problem. It's because everyone's always at war. Um... And she works for her uncle and she decides she doesn't really want to be his thug anymore because he would send her to essentially be, like, the collector to, like, break an alarm so someone would pay their taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, And she decides to start this council to use the spy networks and her abilities and other people's abilities to kind of mitigate the selfish actions of the king's. So this all happens kind of before the book starts, and then it starts with the kidnapping of grandfather T. With. Um. This is Poe's grandfather. He's a leaned. It's pronounced Leanid. Is it I yeah. my brain goes Linid. Linid, yes, and that is fair. <laughs> um. And Poe comes to her castle and is like, here's the thing, I know you saved my grandpa. And then they form a friendship because he is so talented. With fighting at fighting quote unquote that katsa is like oh my god this is the first time literally anyone has ever challenged me in my entire life Mm -hmm. this is great this is amazing and then poe gets kind of sloppy on purpose because it turns out his grace is not fighting his grace is not even really mind reading he can sensing he can sense the intentions of others towards him Mm -hmm. and sense the world around him so he knows if there are deer in the wood and rabbits in a den that he can't see but he can also sense if someone is lying to him or their intentions towards him or he can read minds as if it's about him if the person is thinking about him but not if they're thinking about like the weather and Katza has made it very, very clear very early on. This is actually, I think, a little he- heavy-handed of Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> is she, like, goes to a little king's, uh, uh, a lord's castle, because he, like, harvested more wood than he was supposed to, and she's supposed to, like, get payment from him. And he finds out, she finds out that the king's daughter is a mind reader, and her internal monologue is like i'm gonna kill this child Hmm. if this if this four-year-old comes near me and she reads my mind and she tries to steal my (laughs) thoughts i'm gonna kill her and so there's really no explanation for why that is which i wanted to talk about this a little bit that is one thing in these books that i have like never really understood why she feels quite so much vitriol towards mind readers the thing that i keep coming back to is that she has like so little control over her own life at the beginning of the book she has been she is really randa's king randa's dog mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. she goes where he says when he tells her to be cruel she is cruel and she hates it and she doesn't know how to get out of that cycle and so i think there's just so much one mind reading is like a non-consensual violation of self Mm -hmm. and that's really bad because so much of her own self is not her own anyway and then i don't know and the other the other way i feel about it is that like she experiences so much prejudice that it's so bizarre to me that as soon as she finds out about poe's grace she's like i hate you and i never want to talk to you again and I think you're the worst person I've ever met and you're a liar and you lie to everyone all the time. And it's like, wouldn't you? You cannot hide your grace. I think maybe another aspect of it could be that Kata is so used to winning fights and like knowing what to do when someone is trying to like attack her or like get to her in some way and she has always been able to like not allow that, that this like idea that somebody can like get in her brain essentially and she can't fight them off is probably like very unknown and very scary to her i think that makes sense i also think like poe says it when he is trying to explain his grace to her he describes her as like extremely extremely physical he's like you have no idea this like heightened sense of energy i get when you specifically walk into a room and she's Mm -hmm. like well you shouldn't even know i'm walking into a room and he's like let me explain to you what i can tell about you right now and i think he says like i can tell that you are angry and you are sad from like the very tips of your ears to the bottom of your toes mm-hmm. but i i and i know that you are mad at me but i cannot mm-hmm. sense how you feel about your cousin or mm-hmm. about the king or about like he really frankly he handles explaining the fact that he lies to every single person he meets. Like very well, yeah. and the fact that she is so upset with him very well, it makes him very sad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, and neither of them have ever been challenged the way that they challenge each other before, mm-hmm. and I think that that is really important. I also think that no, never mind. I don't need to talk about that. <laughs> I was just going to say that I think that the age gap is like really normal here. I think she's like seventeen and he's like nineteen. Like, I think it's like a very, like, they're, they're really kind of teenagers going Mm -hmm. on an adventure together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Katza decides she doesn't want to be the king's thug anymore. And she goes to the throne room and her uncle has assembled a battalion of people. He's Mm -hmm. got archer, he's got archers, he's got foot soldiers. And she like very calmly explains that like, he will lose this fight Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he will lose many of his soldiers and she will be leaving Mm -hmm. and then her and poe leave because they're trying to track down who kidnapped grandfather Mm teleth now they found Liff. they just don't know what the motive of the kidnapper was and that's like really what they want to find out Which I find a little bit odd. He was found in, like, a different king's kingdom and the fact that they were just immediately like, well, Mergen would never do this is confusing to me. They, Poe, you must remember that Poe can tell when people are lying to him. Yeah. So when he talked to King Mergen, like, I think he got the answers he needed. Plus Mm -hmm. they have, like, a really extensive spy network. Yeah. So I think that they probably just kind of they bit that bops through the info that they know and we're like okay so then who? Yeah. so there's seven kingdoms they know six of the kings didn't do it and the last king who is left that they need to ask questions to is king Lech of monsea is it monsea is that how they say it mm-hmm, in the audiobook mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so monsea he is known for kindness to children and animals Um, and we get a little bit of leck lore the further on we get, where we find out that he just appeared in the city at age sixteen and befriended the king and the queen, and then they decided they loved him so much, they were older, they were childless, that they made him their heir, and then they died (laughs) a week later of a mysterious illness. And no one asked any questions. It should also be said that King Leck has an eye patch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can only see one of his eye colors. Interesting. It's not subtle. No. Like to Most of this book is not subtle. And that's okay. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think to the reader it's very obvious, but we come to find out, Poe and Katza figure out that Leck has a grace that allows him to essentially say something and people believe it. His grace is literally like manipulation and gaslighting. <laughs> it really, really is. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to skip the love story and stick with the plot, Honestly, but I guess we yeah. kind of need the love story. I mean, Poe and Cats have fallen in love. I was going to say what's a, I think is like, un, again, with the heavy handedness. The fact that they just, like, guess that Lex grace is, like, manipulation and, like, telling people one thing and then just automatically believing it. And then that actually turns out to be true. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, she kind of tees it up for you, though. Because they meet with these merchants because they're questioning about Grandfather Tealith. And they start asking questions about lek And one of the merchants has this, like, very bizarre defensiveness rise in him that Poe feels, right? Mm -hmm. And he is saying crazy things. Like, he's, like, he has so many children and animals in his employ. He's always helping sick children. Mm -hmm. There's always all these animals with cuts all over them that also, he's helping he cutting the animals because they never explain he's a, that he's a psycho okay but like <laughs> for what there's no explanation of that there's a second book okay it's okay. a prequel okay i thought um, he was just like okay yeah well and it's the <laughs> I haven't same, read it yet. it's the same way that like sid in toy story is like ripping all the toys apart for fun i guess but like You also do a better job of it in Toy Story. (laughs) Spoilers for Fire. I'm going to spoil a little bit for you. I will cover my ears. The medicine in the Dells is much more advanced than it is in the Seven Kingdoms, mm-hmm. and that is where Lex spent his childhood, which mm. you find out in literally the first chapter of this book. I mean, I figured he was doing some kind of like magic with it. I guess it just wasn't the, clear. The only magic in these books is the, is the graces. There's no one. <laughs> like there's no spells, there's no blood work, but there's like curative tinctures <laughs> with with that only the they're king like, knows how to do no, with blood. The raffin, the raffin. Oh, that's true. He is, you know? but that's yeah. He's trying to do medicine. Uh, well, um, but anyway, yeah, they kind of figure it out, and then katza has a a real crisis, and I guess we should talk about this a little bit because the love story in the middle, there's no question after they fall in love, that Poe and Katza are going to be each other's, like... Equals, partners. And, frankly, kind of one and only. Like, both of them promise freedom Mm. to each other, I think in their ability to move about in the world. But, like, I think Katza would kill another woman if she gave her (laughs) Poe. I do! I do! This is her God-given right. Yeah, but, like, she freaks out because she does not want children she knows that she like doesn't want to be tied down she spent her whole childhood trapped by randa Mm -hmm. and she like she (laughs) she is always talking about like being returned to herself either like from a fight with poe or like she'll like go dunk herself in the icy lake and then she'll come back out and she'll be like okay, I'm not as horny anymore, I'm not as freaked out, like, like I'm fine. She needs to almost kill something to be like, okay, now, I really feel like myself now. (laughs) (laughs) Which I get, as an Aries, (laughs) I really get that. (laughs) Yeah, but she, like, her and Poe start to learn to talk to each other in their mind, they're on this little trip, they get closer and closer, and Poe is like, well, I don't have to become your husband, like, I can just become your lover, that's okay. Like I don't feel like I'm disrespecting you if I do that. And she's like, I don't feel like you're disrespecting me if you do that. He's like, We can just fuck, girl. <laughs> and she's like, Don't tie me down. Which, and he's also like, Take your birth control. <laughs> like, the, what? What is it? The sea bane. bane plant. Oh, God. yeah. That. How I yearn for a bane? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. Because that's the problem in all fantasy novels. Is like you. It's not like you just like take it in the morning with your tea. Like yeah. like it is like the pill, but it's not like, like it's, you have to take it immediately before you have sex. Or after or like but it's not like it like lasts twenty four hours or you can just take it every day. It's yeah. like I don't know. It's do you know the um Alona Maher, the rugby player? who yeah, got yeah, really yeah, popular yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she her and her friend made a video where they're making fun of this troll. oh yeah they yeah. did a really good job where they're that. like I will post it on the Instagram yeah please do because mm-hmm. it really is so funny yeah, it is funny I think I had like three separate people send it to me they were like <laughs> is this what I find? Like? and I'm like and it I'm, is. let her drink her tea yeah like let her drink her little birth control tea and leave yeah. me alone let her sing to the moon on every third night <laughs> um let's see i want to pause on the summary and talk about um how much i love Kristen kishore's writing oh yeah she does not believe in first person and i do love that she does not write this book in first person i think that it helps you understand kat's psyche so much better for her to not write in first person that is okay now that you mention it yeah so many ya fantasy novels are written in first person and And they are cloying it's tough yeah like in Akatar, when Farrah is being like, and I'm having a crisis about this, and I'm having a crisis about this, like, Kristen Kishore just gets to say things like, and Katza realized that her guarded heart had somehow made another friend. Like,
1: <sighs> like that is
0: very sweet, and it's a yeah. lot sweeter than Katza. Like, it allows her to show you rather than tell you so many things. Yeah, the thing about Katza is she is a dumb jock, like, truly. Really. <laughs> So if this was written in first person, it would be so tough to read. Uh, Like, she's already in crisis all the time, yeah. trying to figure out what her grace is and what having a killing grace means and if she is allowed to, like, have control over her own life. And, like, her figuring out that her grace is survival matters so much more when she is, like, thinking about all of the things that she has done in her life and how she doesn't get tired and she, like... She, like, goes to Poe and she's like, do you know which way is... She's really just, like, the best Eagle Scout who's ever existed. <laughs> That's true. Because she Her goes... Eagle Scout. <laughs> because she goes to Poe and she's like, do you know which way North is? And he's like, vaguely. And she's like, I just know. Okay, but this is also my one true talent. My One of my um, seven talents is knowing which way North is. Yeah, but, like, you live in a grid. And that de- okay so yes, except, no this is just too much of an aside i knew which way southwest west was when i was in the Ozarks, and i just need to brag about it people that were there you know they get it anyway um and then she's like well can you just like tell yourself to go to sleep and sleep for an exact amount of time and then wake up and feel refreshed and that i cannot do and poe is mm-hmm. like obviously i cannot do that And he's like literally no one can do that and she's like hmm Curious. <laughs> I do have some questions about this camping trip. I want to know why Kristen Kishore thinks that they couldn't have carried a tent. Heavy? I mean, I don't know like if <laughs> it has to be heavy. Like, I really don't. Like, don't they just, like, need to carry, like, a deer hide or something that has them, like, tanned so it's waterproof? Like, couldn't they just carry, like, a big piece of leather and some, and, like, sticks? They're really just, heavy. they're just like sleeping in the open all the time <laughs> and they're like fine. getting rained on. And she's like, and they slept under a tree, so they didn't get as wet. <laughs> I just, I think that, that, yeah. Yeah. To me, I think they could have had but a thank tent. God they have the sea bane. But thank God <laughs> the sea bane is in the medicines. Yes. Well, on aside. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And we talked about that. We did talk about that. Kristen loves to have different ways for women to not be able to have children. Oh, wait till you get to fire. Yes. I, guys, I was really worried about Bailey reading this book because I really do love it so dearly. And I was like, okay, so Bailey, if Bailey doesn't like this book, it doesn't mean that she hates me. And she, (laughs) it doesn't mean that she thinks that I'm like, that I have like the worst taste in books alive. It's fair. But I was also afraid of that because I am, like, so I have particular interests, a.k.a. people being gay. <laughs> um, But you know what? People weren't gay. Except my forethought, my vision. I did have a vision. We never even talked about Raffin and Ban. Raffin is Katz's cousin. He's King Randa's son. Ban is his aide. And Raffin just be making curative tinctures, as we said. <laughs> Little medicines all the time. Um, and I texted Tucker and I said, I want them to be gay. And I put it on the outline and I said, I would like Raffin and Ban to be gay together. And she said, your gaydar, unlike Katza's, is impeccable. So spoiler. So Katza (laughs) earlier in the book gets proposed to by like a minor lord in her, in her Mm -hmm. uncle's court. And she comes back just like absolutely raging mad because she is mad at Poe because she figures out that he's a mind reader. She's mad at Gideon for proposing to her. And she goes to Raffin. And she's, at this point, fully irrational. Mm-hmm. She she is incandescent with Raze. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she goes to Raffin and she's like, Well, you don't want to marry me, do you? And Raffin and Ban just kind of, like, laugh at her. Like, and you're like, they're gay. They're gay. They gotta be. They gotta be. And I think they are. Oh, they are. Um... Yes, let's get back to the plot. So they fall in love, and then they figure out about Lex Grace, and then they make it to Monseed, and nicely, for the timing, Um, his- oh, I guess we didn't talk about this. Ashen is his aunt. She is married Ashen to King Lex. Poe's aunt. Poe's aunt, and Lex and Ashen have a daughter named Bitterblue. Crazy name. I think it's the name of an herb. Even for a fantasy book. Well, I love crazy. her. I mean, I also love her, but her name is crazy. Does she have a nickname? No, maybe. No, they call her <laughs> they call her Bitterblue the whole time. That's crazy. <laughs> um, and the reason all of this started is when Ashen heard that Grandfather Liff had been kidnapped. She locked her and Bitterblue in their room. Another reason that she locked her and Bitterblue in their room is because Bitterblue was ten years old and King Leck, who is. To our understanding, a pedophile and a psychopath started showing, like, a kind of alarming interest in his daughter. Mm-hmm. And he had what Bitter Blue described as, as a 10-year-old, a kind of sick patience trying to get her to come out. Mm-hmm. And Ashen and Bitter Blue just had to keep reminding each other, locked in their room, that, like... He is bad. He, he is bad. trying to trick them. They can't go out because they are still, I mean, Lex still has this grace where he can manipulate and gaslight people, including his wife and daughter. But because they, like, are so afraid for one another and themselves, they, like, are able to kind of keep reminding themselves that they can't go out to see him. And he, because he's fucking crazy, doesn't want to see them unless they agree to it based on, a.k.a. if he can manipulate them enough with his grace. So he finally starts, like, torturing the serving girls who are coming in to give them their food and tells the serving girls they're not in pain, they're not in pain, they're not in pain. So they go in and they're like, don't worry, it doesn't hurt. Where Mm -hmm. there's, like, blood coming out of wounds on their faces. She doesn't really shy away from violence in this book, which I think is cool. Yeah. Um... And Ashen and Bitterblue climb down the outside of the castle and escape on the day that Katza and Poe make it to Mm -hmm. um, I want to pause and tell you that Bitterblue is set, like, eight years after this, and they are still dealing with the fallout of Lex Grace. Damn. Like, the the mental strain of all of the people who were in his court for the time that he was king. Yeah. The... Uh, That's crazy. Christina Shore has been to therapy. Oh, yeah. And she is, like, writing in a pretty trauma-informed way, Absolutely I would say. she is. And can we talk about- Okay. No, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> no, no, no. Say it now. Say it now. No, we'll get- Because we got to continue with the Oh, plot. okay, okay, okay. And they watch Leck shoot Ashen in the back. And then he goes, My wife! What a terrible accident! And Poe is, like, screaming at Katza to shoot Lech. She knows the truth of his grace. She knows it. And she won't do it. She turns she to Poe. She has been fooled. And she turns to Poe and she says, I can't do it. Like, why would I do that? It was an accident. Didn't you see it? It was so sad. Mm-hmm. And Poe is like, okay, if you will not do that, will you cover your ears and run? Mm-hmm. And is like yeah but only because you're so upset and Mm -hmm. i don't want to see you upset Mm -hmm. so they cover their ears and they run and they run and they run and then they go through the woods and they find bitter blue in a tree Mm -hmm. she's hiding in a tree and poe just like realizes she's there basically and katza gets her out of the tree and convinces her that they know the truth of lex grace And then they go and they hide. And then Poe, on his own, because he's the only one who can, like, withstand Leck's grace, tries to kill Leck. And he fails. He's shot in the shoulder with an arrow. He misses Leck. And then he is, like, draped over his horse while Katza, like, waits on pins and needles for him to come back. And he falls, essentially, like, off a cliff, like, ten feet down into a pond. Mm -hmm. And homie gets a bad concussion he falls headfirst off of this cliff into a body of water and then his horse lands on top of him <gasps> ah! and Katza basically just like jumps off the cliff after him yeah. and she digs him out of the water and he like throws up a bunch of water which bailey and i as women who have bonked our heads were pretty oh stoked God. about this Every time that someone in a book gets a concussion or someone on TV gets a concussion, they're just like, and then I shook it off. Yeah. They're like, oh, shake my head and keep running and keep going. And actually, I'm good now. And I have literally no lasting effects. And it's fine. Poe has to get tied to his horse, to Katza's horse. And eventually he convinces Katza and Bitterblue to leave him behind because he's having such terror. He can't ride a horse at full speed because it's too jarring. He can't um, walk very long because he's too dizzy. He eventually just gets so ill from blood loss and from like post concussive syndrome. As a woman with post concussive syndrome, it is great. I'm like, she gets head injuries, Christian, for sure. Like, this woman has been therapized. She has been to physical therapy. She has been to mental therapy (laughs) she gets it and like i think that that's actually really important because i don't think this book is good if she has a mental therapy and she doesn't get that concussions matter and that like bodies don't magically heal Mm -hmm. from like different things Mm -hmm. yeah i think if she did not do things that like are realistic in this fantasy book it would suck. It would be like reading Akitar. It would mm-hmm. make it so this entire book is just about the love story. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is true. And this book is not about the love story. I will say some other things that are not like super realistic. One is that Bitterblue is 10, but she's like some kind of like fucking genius of all varieties. And kids were built different in medieval times though. Yes like she she should have been 12 and i'm like honestly that might have helped yeah (laughs) like even like a 12 year old i think (laughs) because she is always helping dress poe's wounds Mm -hmm. she is just extraordinarily brave yeah i love the way that she describes bitter blue both acting like a child and being like a little Mm grown-up i also think that it is like so they leave poe behind at this cabin and Poe has been doing a bad job of hiding his grace from Bitterblue. Oh wait, so they're leaving because Lek is still looking for them because he needs to kill them because he knows that Poe knows that his grace is what it is. And so that's why they're trying to leave. They're trying to go to Ed, um, to protect Bitterblue. And Katza has to take her there and Poe says leave me behind because I simply cannot go with you I am slowing you down continue and they go up into the mountains they don't go down the mountains they don't go around and they go through what I think is the most like stunning portion of the book for both Chats' personal growth and also just like her grace absolutely is survival and I think it's really special that she figured this out before she had to cross an impassable mountain range mm-hmm. because i think if she still thought that her grace was killing mm-hmm. she makes different decisions yeah but because her grace is survival she is both able to reassure bitter blue in like really intense ways where she is like i am going to get you through this mm-hmm. and also she can reassure herself that like this is where her talents truly lie Mm -hmm. is getting through this situation so she gets attacked by a mountain lion Mm -hmm. and kills it and it leaves the only scars she like has on her body Mm -hmm. um she makes snowshoes she kills everything that she sees Mm -hmm. because they need the food Mm -hmm. and they often end the day sitting in a cave together with a fire burning Mm -hmm. and like Katza will say something like, I would kill for an egg. And this little 10 year old is like, I've been fantasizing about bread myself. <laughs> and it's just like very cute and very sisterly. Mm-hmm. Um, which is good because I think Katza is very alone in the world, but like she is not alone in the world in the way that Bitterblue is alone in the world. Mm-hmm. Like Bitterblue Blue is alone in the world. Her mother is dead. Her father is a psychopath. Mm-hmm. She, if she gets what she wants, which is the death of her father, immediately has to become queen Mm -hmm. um and they're climbing the mountains climbing the mountains and suddenly katza sees the top of the mountain and she puts on her snowshoes she puts bitter blue on her back she takes all her clothes off basically all the warm layers puts them on bitter blue and says like i am going to run Mm -hmm. i'm going to finish this and i will say as an endurance athlete, as a runner, (laughs) I, frankly, Katza taking all of her clothes off makes a lot of sense because she doesn't want to overheat and she can't stop. Yeah. Like once you start running uphill, like you just gotta keep going. You just gotta gut it Mm -hmm. and just do it. And she does it and she gets over the top. And when I reread this book, if I'm not going to reread the entire thing, I start with them like finding bitter blue in the tree mm-hmm. and i just go from there mm-hmm. because i love when she crosses grella's pass yeah it is insurmountable odds and she does it because she has to and that is her grace survival mm-hmm. i I love this mm-hmm. so then as the book comes to an end she um gets on a ship Sales to Lenid, um, is there to wait for Poe and, um, get Bitter blue to safety. She arrives in Lenid. What could, who could possibly be there? But, uh, they say the, wait, the prince. We didn't talk about Poe's ring. Oh, eh, I didn't really think that Poe was very important. <laughs> I think that it is. I don't know. I think it's really. I think it's important because. I mean, like, it's sweet, but it's not like I was like. Mm. Uh, you go ahead. No. <laughs> you are. You are not a romantic. <laughs> there were some parts that I found to be romantic. That's true. Yeah. She. So the Linid leanid, mm-hmm. The leanid all wear rings. So Poe wears seven. They're twigs. They're twigs. Yeah. They're yeah. Hmm. Um, they wear, so Poe wears eight rings, one for his mother, one for his, nine, sorry, grandfather, mother, father, six brothers, and his own ring, and his own ring has a silver and a gold stone in it to, like, be him, and he gives Katza that ring, and says, like, This is how you'll get to Talenad. Yeah. Otherwise... They probably will not believe you, but if you have my ring, they'll know that the prince sent you in some way. And he could have given her the king's ring or the queen's ring and she could have explained, but he gives her his ring. And, uh, this is, this is another immaculate vibes moment from Bitter Blue. Bitter Blue's like trying not to throw up in the captain's cabin mm. while they're trying to explain the situation. And everyone is aghast that Katza so has Poe's ring. And Bitterblue, literally in the way that only a child can, like reads the room and goes, you better explain that to her because clearly <laughs> something is going on. And I'm the Queen of Monsie and I, you have to do that. Mm. And then they explain and the leonid don't give up their rings for themselves. The only way you would do that would be like a full transference of yourself. So I no, I'm about to die, and I give my ring to my sister so she can take on motherhood for my children. Or, like, like that sort of thing. So it's, like, very, very alarming that Poe, who supposedly was not going to die, like, gave this to her. Mm-hmm. So not only is she kind of, like, reeling because she's, like, made it over Grela's pass, everything is bad, suddenly she's on this ship, and everyone's like, oh, our prince would never have done this for you. They're, like, calling her Lady Princess. And mm-hmm. she's like, can you relax? you <laughs> <laughs> stop doing that? Yes. Ugh. Oh. So they arrive and in Um, Katza says, everyone on this ship, please, for the love of God, will you stay on this ship so as to not get uh any wind of what leck is telling people happened to ashen what happened to poe what's happening right now because if you even hear of like a tale from leck you basically automatically believe it that is how like manipulative he is so she says everyone please for the love of god will you stay on the ship out in the ocean so this like news cannot get you and they were like okay which is interesting. But. I mean, think about what Lech has the power to do, though. If he gets control of Katza, he mm-hmm. has, like, the best assassin in mm-hmm. the Seven Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. He also, like, is unstoppable at that point. Like, yeah. we're shown pretty clearly that his grace is fairly boundless. hmm So she arrives at Poe's castle. Um, One of the servants comes and says oh katza prince of what is it lady princess like perfect timing the the prince is here and she's like what the prince is here like the the, how did he beat us how did he get here before us he was so ill this is crazy and she is taken to Poe's castle and she walks in and Poe's whole family is there with lek lek is there (laughs) I did that freak you out. That freaks me out. He has convinced everyone. That was probably one of the only things that I like did not guess beforehand. He has convinced everyone that somehow this is actually his castle, not Poe's. Um, he is taking over like Leonid's trade routes. He's doing all of these things. He's convinced Poe's family that, um, he is out looking for Poe and like, so that he can find his daughter of course bitter blue walks in with katsa and Katze is immediately almost convinced by lex she knows that something is wrong but she can't put a finger on it and bitter blue is like "Katze, do not listen to me it's bad well and bitter blue is like screaming and crying and holding on to Katze, mm-hmm. and it is kind of the same way that Poe was able to be like, fine, if you won't kill him, will you come with me? Mm-hmm. Like, it is the same thing with Bitterblue, where she is like, is like, well, I need to protect the child, and I know I need to protect the child, and even when Leck is like, why don't you send her over to me while Bitterblue is like, screaming and crying and clinging to Katza, is like, probably not a good idea (laughs) i think she's gonna stick with me Uh she's i don't quite know why but that seems bad and then leck and this is a all-time banger of a line in this book (laughs) i will say um leck tries to tell the truth of poe's grace Mm. and like oh what does she say i'm gonna find the line um So, it was then at last that a bolt of certainty struck in the moment in that moment she moved. She dropped the child, snatched the dagger from her belt, and threw. Not because she remembered must die, not because she remembered the truth of Poe's grace, but because she remembered that Poe did have a secret, a terrible secret, the revelation of which would hurt him in some horrible ways she felt deeply but couldn't remember. And here this man sat, the secret on the tip of his tongue. And she must stop him, somehow stop him. She must silence this man before the ruinous words were said. In the end, Lex should have stuck to his lies, for it was the truth he almost told that killed him. That was so sick. Can we talk about how she killed him? She grabs the knife from her boot and throws it through next. Lex open mouth and he gets nailed to the back of his chair and like blood is like gushing everywhere all of the prince's wives are like screaming crying throwing up it's so sick it's really <laughs> sick it's also like really visceral yeah like i think we do kind of lose track of the fact that like Katza is committing violence all the time Mm -hmm. because it is very casual, at least at the beginning of the book. Like she doesn't feel like it's casual and she doesn't like doing it, but she like really is like, um, okay, I'll do it. I'll break an arm. Mm -hmm. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll cut a finger off if the King tells me to. Mm -hmm. She falls into such a pit of loathing about the way that she like, She essentially is, like, I turned back into Randa's animal Mm. when I killed Lech. But she didn't. Yeah. I think that's maybe telling of how fucking traumatized she is. That, like, she cannot differentiate between, like, a good action that ends in someone's death and, like, a bad action that ends in someone's death. Because, Kristen did not shy away from making Lek unapologetically evil and bad. Mm-hmm. Like, she does not fuck around and make him, give him, like, a tragic backstory. I gotta tell you, nothing about his backstory is tragic. Hmm. He, like, practically has his grace before he is, is like, sentient. Whoa. Like... His father loved to hold him and cradle him and rock him and mm. the child soothed him mm. just by looking in his eyes. Mm. Like, something bad is going on there. With that man? Um, and so it, I think, is very telling of where Katza is at as a character. And once again, I think makes this book better by the fact that, like, she cannot differentiate doing a good thing and doing a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So the end of the book is katza and Bitter Blue and um Sky, uh Poe's one of Poe's brothers that's the closest to age to him. Yeah. Age to him. And King Roar, who's Poe's father. Um sailing back to Monsea to sort of remedy the situation of lek being dead, Bitter Blue now being queen, um, and trying to find Poe first and foremost. Oh, don't sad. So <laughs> it does get really sad. So they make it back across Monse. And they f- go up to the mountains and they find Poe. And Poe is really quiet. Mm-hmm. And he's really thin. And he's clearly not doing very well. And... Very not himself. And he won't look at anyone. Yeah. And Bitter Blue, about a week into them staying with him, says, Well, haven't you noticed there's something different about his eyes? Mm-hmm. And is like, well, of course, there's something different about his eyes. He has the most beautiful eyes in all the Seven Kingdoms. He is graced. And Bitter Blue's like, fucking no. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> and Katza follows him outside, and she asks him if he is blind, and he bursts into tears. Uh, he's blind. So it's good that he has a grace that essentially makes him not blind. Mm-hmm. He's like, I basically am living in... um Oh my god, you know the Take On Me music video? Mm hmm He's kind of living in the Take On Me world. (laughs) Where everything is kind of in grayscale. And he's like, it's not like I've lost my sight. Mm -hmm. And Katz is like, but you have lost beauty. Mm -hmm. I mean, he kind of has to, I mean, he already knows quite well how to use his grace, but he was still learning and still learning what he could and, and couldn't sense. And now he's sort of having to relearn a little bit based on not having any physical sight um but that again accurate concussion portrayals he fell on his head a horse landed on him he's gonna go blind (laughs) he's gonna go blind also like a big concussion symptom that no one talks about is depression yes and he's so sad he's so (laughs) depressed and he like when he finds out that lek dies that was really the only thing keeping him going was like okay i'm blind and i'm alone but like i need to kill this very evil man but once he found out that lek died he was like well now what yeah what's the point what do i have to live what for cats is, is like we gotta go to the coronation we gotta do all this stuff and he's like well i think i'm gonna stay in my hut in the mountains like I, I don't know about myself. you myself But I'm going to live by myself forever. Because I think this is where I'm supposed to be. This whole book, everyone needs to go to therapy cats is like the only way that i can be normal when i'm sad is if i get in a fist fight with someone or i throw myself in a freezing pond Poe mm-hmm. is like here's the thing i lost my eyesight so now i have to live be alone a- forever i have to live in the hermit as a hermit in the mountains because i'm <laughs> so like, far away from everyone not worthy because i went blind um he's so sad and i get it as somebody who had to be put in a mental hospital this summer from depression that I think has to do with my post concussive syndrome. Damn. Mm, yeah. Get but I like it all ends well. He starts to like accept his grace more. He like starts wrestling with his brother. Mm. It is kind of idyllic to me that just like Bitter Blue, Katza, and Sky and Poe and Bitter Blue's like retinue of guards are kind of just like hanging out in the mountains. Playin'. Wrestling, playing around. Mm-hmm. bitter blue is like getting to like be a child for a little bit longer before she has to go be coronated as queen. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about um this perfect man segment. So I put um to me Poe is not the perfect man. He is the only good man mm. because I think that he what about Raffin? Raffin is not the love interest. Raffin no. is her gay cousin. Yeah. They could have gotten married, because apparently, in medieval times, that was fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know, I don't usually talk about men who are not the love interest in the perfect man. Damn. That's tough. Um, I think that Poe is the only good man, in like, the sense of he is like, a normal person who communicates well and is like, trying his best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, the problem that we come to with the perfect man segment is also is that they do not communicate well. And the only way in which they are trying their best is they are trying their best to get their dick wet. Yeah. And like Poe is like, he says, "I'll give myself to you, however, however you'll take me." When mm-hmm. Kat says, "Like a lover, mm-hmm. am I even allowed to take a lover?" Yes, ma'am. Um, get that dick, girl. And she like he sends her along, even though he knows that he is blind, because mm-hmm. he knows he needs to save Bitterblue, and he starts to accept his grace and he also at the beginning teaches katsa a lot about herself and what it is to have agency and what it is to like make choices and grow and change as a person instead of feeling trapped Mm -hmm. one of the my favorite lines about her feeling trapped in this like i love poe but i cannot marry him so what is there to do is she cried like a person whose heart is broken and wondered how when two people loved each other there could be such a broken heart. <laughs> yeah. She, like, Katzen is, I think, and the reason that I love these books, and you can talk about it in Comic-Con, is, mm-hmm. like, I think you have to sell YA fantasy with a female main character as romance. Mm. But these books are not about the romance Mm -hmm. these books are about katsa learning to like grow and change as a person and find her own strength and honestly find her limits Mm -hmm. i am very excited to read the next few books what's interesting that i did not realize is i do feel that the way that graceling ended it set up a really good um point for a future book to be written however evidently the second book is a prequel. So that just makes it to where a third book is necessary. <laughs> I will tell you, Fire is my... Well, I love Graceling. Fire, of all of the books in the series that are not Graceling, is my mm-hmm. favorite book. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excited um, to learn more. Yes. We learn more about Lex's past. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. And we also go to a new kingdom. Uh I think that fire is fire has beloved animals, and I am excited about that. It also like cats that does not really have hobbies, oh, that's relatable, and she like as much as I think that it is not one note the way that she is growing and changing and trying to be different. It is a little one note that all of her agonizing is always about the same thing. Mm, Hey, you know what? I get it, girl. Yeah, that's fair. I'll probably have much to say about that (laughs) next week. I'm i interested to see how you will react to FIRE specifically because it is both about growing and changing and also about love. But I think it's all. It is. hmm, We can talk about it next week. <laughs> I have read all of these. Actually, I think I've only read Bitter Blue like twice, but I've read Grisling so many times, and I read Fire every single year. I'm also really excited for Rex because you're about to hear me talk about Tamora Pierce for like eight hundred years. I don't know who that is so. She is. She's kind of the original woman, teen fantasy author. Oh Used to work in a library. <laughs> I. I love her. Mm. I have probably 20 books over there written by her on the top shelf of the lower bookshelf. Mm. Well, you know. <laughs> well. Okay.
1: That's kind of
0: the whole plot. Yeah, I think we wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, Graceling, is it a good book? Yes. Yes. Yeah. it make you feel good? Yes. Yes. Would you buy it? I think I would, actually. I own two separate <laughs> copies. Yeah, I there and there's more. Like they have even more like versions of the cover. Like the one that's actually on the podcast logo or whatever is a different version. What? Yeah, than the two that you have. Shit. So, god damn it, I get that one. No, I. No, I um, <laughs> Money grubbing. Yeah, obviously yeah. I own it. Um, I have like never looked at a read. Goodread- for a Graceling, oh, me either. I think people are like it's boring. I will say some things Why would were, say that it was? Boring? I don't know. Some things were a little fast. I will say. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, someone was three. describing book three in there. Yeah, on okay, people give me a one star I'm being a little dramatic. Her prose was clear and lucid, so there were passages. Um. Just, um. Uh, this it. is true love. Yeah.
1: This what is
0: good. the purses? They, I don't even want to read that. Where? This is why I, okay, if this is why I lit, done, right, why did you only give it four stars? Yeah, this is why we can't look at Goodreads for Graceling, because I'm like, will get upset. I'm like, this is the best book I've ever read. Uh, how can people say a bad thing about it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll stop then. <laughs> I didn't look at Goodreads comments anyway, either, so. Done. <laughs> okay, we did it. We're reading Fire next week. Hit us up. Hit us up. Follow us on Instagram at English Majors Pod. Send us an email at englishmajorspod.gmail.com at com. Um, and next week we'll be back with fire. Bye. Bye.